This episode was brought to you by Bookout Blooms. Bookout Blooms sells cut flowers and designs. They're located in South End Charlotte. They have beautiful flower arrangements for any occasion you can think of. They even have classes where you and a group of girlfriends can come and learn to make your own bouquets. So head on over to www.bookoutblooms.com to learn more information. And if you stop by the shop, tell them that those other girls sent you. Can't relate to cancel culture? hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Victoria. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Okay. Happy weekly recap. Happy weekend. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Saturday. Gotta get down on Saturday. So when you guys are hearing (laughs) this, we will be at our county conventions. Yes. And we'll do a recap after that, kind of explaining the process. I think that would be good for people to understand. Yeah, like, I agree. What is a party county convention? And I don't think most people, like, you don't know unless you know. So I think oh, it'll be no good. Idea. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll be good. And then people who are listening that want to get more involved, I think this will be the perfect yep. place for you to get more involved. Yep. My dad's actually going to his first county convention, I think. He's in Forsyth County. I think Forsyth County is tomorrow. Oh, so he's oh. going to do his first. I will be tomorrow. A lot of them are. I can think this is the districts. I will be going to my third, and I've done a, a credentials committee for the chair the past two years. Well, look at you. Yeah, Fancy. it's just a lot of telling people you're not a registered Republican. You can't be here. <laughs> <laughs> not well, really. We have like a few people. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, in our bylaws, like, you have to be a registered Republican. Like, you can't be an independent. Yeah. So, you can sit in on the meeting. You're just not a voting member. Okay. So, I have to be like, sorry, you can't vote. Is yours in person? Uh, Yes. Okay. Ours yeah. is online. I think a lot of A lot of them are, are online. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would much rather have ours in person, to be honest. Oh, me too. It's we did our precincts be... in person. Y'all's precincts were in person. Our precincts were, but it was split up. It wasn't all uh, at the same I guess time. Everybody has to vote. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, at the same time. Yeah, so I started applying for MBA programs this week. That's exciting. Like, exciting. Yeah, I've been like just because two of them, like one of them was due today, so I was like rushing trying to get through it because I, I started looking at programs last Saturday. Not knowing oh. when the deadlines were like, and I guess I'll reiterate the one that was due today, I'd be able to get into their May cohort. Oh, or I would have to wait till like the fall. So, oh, you want to yeah. just go ahead and start like, yeah, because I want to try to get as much done as I can before 2022 elections. Okay, wow, look at you. I love how motivated you are and how I love learning. I love going to school. I told oh, Sebastian, I'm like, I'm just so excited to go back to school. Oh, can't relate. That's beautiful, though. Somebody needs to be. Somebody needs to. <laughs> um, I mean, school-wise, yeah, I have my, um, I start um, on the 15th. I, f- like, did all the check-in stuff, so I'm starting. Like, March. What March, month are we yeah, in? Yeah, I, I don't know. Are we in June, July? I, it I could still anymore. be December, for all I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah. You know what's crazy? We should do next week's episode should be our big one year in quarantine. Oh, yeah. We We should should. do a quarantine episode next week. No, seriously, because I, on my Facebook, um, so, okay, so we got back from CPAC, and then I was at school for a couple of days, and then we had spring break, and then 
when the very beginning of spring break is when my boss called me to tell me I can't come back to school because somebody at CPAC had tested positive so Mm -hmm. she because I was supposed to come back during spring break to work and she was like no just wait stay the whole time at home and then while I was at home my friends and I we were all talking about what do you think is going to happen because we were getting emails all the emails were like stay the course we're going to stay open don't worry y'all we're going to stay open and my friend was like I bet when we get back they're going to tell us we have to go and lo and behold that Saturday when everybody was coming back they said hey get out yeah (laughs) for us I knew my last day of work was Friday the 13th I'm like oh really? I remember I remember I was sitting in a meeting and I was in a meeting with like a bunch of people and all of a sudden there's an email saying like okay like if you or someone in your family's been out of the country because and like I think reiterate um because a lot of like their kids had just gotten back from spring break oh, so they yeah. said if you or, or you, one of your kids has been out of the country in the last two weeks you need to go home and quarantine immediately so we're literally sitting in a meeting with like i would say and 30 people in a room because we were going through um just like one of our like we had, it's just like one of our big um meetings so we're sitting in the meeting 30 people in the room and all of a sudden people were just leaving like flies that's crazy <laughs> it was, it was... Like, and like my boss prepared me he's like yeah like we might be at home for a few days I'm like okay <laughs> okay <laughs> okay yeah so <laughs> so he's like yeah just take everything home it'll probably just be a few days I remember like sitting at my desk watching people walk out with their like monitors in hand because they were told you have to quarantine for two weeks so they were just going to take like their all their pretty much every desk item out and uh (laughs) one year not realizing that a year later I still I've only gone in the office like twice and that was just because my computer needed updating and there's no one in there like it's funny I walked by one of my co-workers offices because she was actually on PTO the week before and there's still a sticky note on her office door saying be back Monday <laughs> that's funny Almost like, wow <laughs> Monday in 2022 I guess I know um they're saying like by May everyone should be vaccinated yeah. um so I think people should go back personally if you okay I I believe that unless you really if you're immune compromised or if you live with someone immune compromised mm-hmm. I think you should have the right to stay home and protect yeah yourself. that makes sense but yeah, if um, you're fine and everybody else around you is fine just go yeah I think what we're doing is going to kind of be like a 50 50 type thing I think they're going to like have like certain teams come in certain days okay. not everybody's going to be there yet um 50 at home 50 percent um in the office and I'm on a small team anyway I'm on a team of like three people so oh okay yeah that's you weren't really going to interact with anybody really anyway yeah I'm most of my interactions were already on zoom calls to be honest oh because we deal with like a lot of people from like all around the world so yeah I mean today I had calls from like someone like Florida but yeah I mean yeah yeah. It'll be weird. It'll be interesting going back. I don't know if any of my work clothes still fits. <laughs> so, um, oh, I went shopping this week. Oh, that's Ooh. good. Yeah, I went to TJ Maxx. I only bought workout clothes at $170. At TJ Maxx? I can find anything and everything at TJ Maxx. Wow. Sounds like it. I think I got like two. And the thing is, I just need a lot of new sports bras. Like I haven't gotten a new sports bra in like a year or two. Yeah, I need some new sports bras. Honestly, sports bras are really hard for me to find. And I really, yeah, I realized that. Um, So I don't know if this is TMI. I'm a triple D. And I realized, yeah, I know. No, who cares? Uh, it's so just, girl. <laughs> it's hard to find sports bras because a lot of the sports bras are made to look cute. And cute doesn't have padding. And that's a little, that's, and you need, <laughs> yeah. Like, I wonder, is there like a sports bra designated for Triple D women? Like, I feel I like mean, there has to be a company by okay, now. Okay, so Fabletics. <laughs> well, Fabletics has some, but like, they're still, I don't know. 
like I have one bra from a sports bra from Fabletics that is decent, and then the other one is just to be cute because and you're supposed to wear it without a shirt on and i see like i don't get this trend like i mean i'm gonna be honest and i'll be frank too so i got this top the other day i'll see if i can lift my leg up high i got these leggings it's pink i got this sports bra and i'm not gonna lie i wore this in our interview yesterday so we're posting (laughs) this online you're gonna see the same outfit twice (laughs) okay low-key that's what i was thinking but i didn't i wasn't sure that's i have no regrets in life if i don't that's okay it was i didn't get up for a meeting this morning it was on the floor and i just grabbed it went that's okay you're fine we're in the middle of a pandemic still i guess like this is like um, like stretchy material nice it's very comfy so i got like two or three like workout tops like six or seven bras i went bra crazy and two leggings okay and a toy for kennedy okay oh and a new coat i was actually i went in to tj maxx because i know like they're about they're rolling their spring stuff so i'm like oh maybe i'll find like a a coat on sale and they didn't have any I still found this really cute spring. It's like um, it's like a almost a white tannish color with um, what's like ugh, crap? What's it called? Like it's very soft material, not like cotton, but it's like a fox. sheer silk. No, chinchilla. I don't know. It's not real anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> you said fox, and I was thinking uh, of animals. No, it's like um like one of those it's soft leathery type you know what i'm talking about a beaver no it's not real <laughs> <laughs> it's not real so like pleather maybe i don't know it's cute it's in okay. style it's like a, it's thin so it'll be a good spring coat when i stay home <laughs> are you but, not going to go anywhere really I'm no, not really. I mean, we go to dinner. I mean, it's like it would be a work, like something I'd buy for work. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, we um, I'm supposed to be doing keto and no alcohol for Lent. It's going okay. That's good. I had a Chick Fil A for dinner though. Guess what? They accidentally gave us a mac and cheese, an extra mac and cheese. Never had mac and cheese. Good. Neither have we. I'm like, this is genius. What if they just accidentally was like, okay, like this lady was nice. I'm going to slip in a little mac and cheese. Yeah. See, get her hooked. Because I feel <laughs> like that's like, we're just addicted to Chick-fil-A at this point. Like, I think this is the second time this week we've gone. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're just addicted. And it's like, okay, like I've seen these people a lot. I know like they come here a lot. Let's just slip in some mac and cheese. So they buy a premium side <laughs> next time they're here. I really want to try it. I don't think ours has it because, you know, it's only on special Chick-fil-A. I thought everyone has them. I thought no. it was a special Chick-fil-A. I don't know. Are you sure? I could, I could check because I'm pretty I, sure. I think they were when they were testing it out because, like, one of the test sites is actually in uh, Winston by my parents' house. Oh. Mm-hmm. So anytime something new happens, does it? Yeah, that's like, that's like one of their test sites. Nice. I don't know. How, how, the, how do you get picked to be a test I site know. for Chick-fil-A? I know. Do you submit your Chick-fil-A to like some sort of database? This is why my Chick-fil-A is perfect for the sample size. It has a high school right by it, neighborhood, some working people. It's perfect. That's perfect. Where I live in Charlotte, there's like legit one, two, three. There's like three Chick-fil-A's within like 10 minutes of each other. There's just Chick-fil-A's That's amazing. Everywhere. I bet they're still crazy busy. Oh, every single time. It's, and they're all, like, they're within 10 minutes of each other. Ridiculous. Yeah, I bet they're still all three packed at the same time. Oh, absolutely. There's always a line, but you always go through that line incredibly quick. It's uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. But, yep. Well, yeah, so let's get to it. Yeah, are you ready for our top (laughs) stories of this week? Yeah, let's have them. This is one of my favorites. And sorry, guys, no really pop culture, but it's been a crazy political week. 
Um, Governor Cuomo of New York refuses to resign among growing COVID scandal and sexual harassment allegations. New York Governor Cuomo announced on Wednesday that he will not resign from his position in state government following weeks of scandals, including covering up thousands of COVID-19 deaths in nursing homes as a result of his policy and ongoing sexual harassment allegations from two former female aides and a fellow guest at a wedding. I'm not going to resign. I work for the people of the state of New York. They elected me, and I'm going to serve the people of the state in New York, the Democrat said, claiming that between COVID vaccines and teetering for New York City, his leadership is still needed. I'm going to do the job the people of the state elected me to do. I love my favorite part is he's literally writing a book on his success of dealing with the COVID virus. Right. That's my favorite part. And hold on real quick. He's also now blaming his aides for the um, misinformation. And it's like, um, no, honey, just because they're coming out saying about saying you're sexually harassing them doesn't mean you can put all the blame on your aides. If you are right. a good leader, like a good leader takes the fall for people who, <laughs> no pun intended, are under him. <laughs> Yikes. But like, he's yeah. like, okay, like you, a good leader doesn't blame other people for that's literally their, their leadership. Say. That's literally, I was going to say, as a leader, even if it, even if something happened under your leadership, you still take the responsibility. So that's not a good leader. I also, I find it very interesting. And the the reason why I feel like it must be that bad for them to, because I mean, they praised Cuomo. I know some people thought he was going to run for president. Like I had a few people say, I think he he should run for president. Right. So I feel like some, it has to be really bad for them to like, it was on world news Yeah, on Twitter. Like I, how I find out, for example, perfect example, the Hunter Biden thing. Um, only people who knew about it were people in conservative circles. Yeah. I tried to explain it to my liberal friends and they had no idea what I was Which talking shocks about. shocks me. Yeah, they weren't, it was never on any of the news so they didn't know what was happening. So by the time the election happened, it was too late. But anyway, that's beside the point. But the fact that this was on world news, like the 6.30 show that comes on with David Muir, I may or may not watch it every day. Um, the fact that it was on... I think that right there just shows that like it's very serious and like I also feel like I don't feel bad for him at all but I feel like somebody might have something against him because I'm just shocked at because they don't normally do that like when it's a leftist somebody gets in trouble for something they never like they never have to get in they never actually get in trouble you know what I mean like it's not it's not popular or it's not trending outside of our conservative bubble so I'm just like he must have and honestly I feel like it's probably worse than what they're telling oh yeah that's that's the beauty of it and that's what the leftist media does it's it provides the best like circumstance like you know like right you know like in a confidence interval like you have like the best and the worst circumstance and you have the media right. this is like them trying to give the best circumstance and that is scary if this yeah. is his best circumstance my thing is where is this the left calling for him to resign aoc where are you honey shouldn't you be calling your own governor and to resign that, uh, let's talk yeah. about the me too movement he is 100 percent um part of like what you define as a me too right experience where is the left calling him at asc let's have a talk you know um you you call out a ted cruz for going to cancun and coming right back but god forbid you call out your own governor for being a sexual predator and it's so hypocritical that it almost it doesn't feel real because i just don't understand and i mean Though it's been talked about, none of my leftist friends have shared it. Anytime anything without any type of evidence was shared about, I'll just use Donald Trump, for example, they were quick to jump on it. This thing with Cuomo, no one's well, it's anything. like Donald it's Trump's so quiet. Donald Trump sneezed on a woman, sexual predator. Right. Cuomo exactly. kisses multiple women. Uh, he's okay. Yeah. But like yeah. let's talk about his failed leadership real quick. Um Let's see, you killed people in a nursing home for putting COVID patients in there. You sexually harassed multiple women. And you basically killed New York City. 
Yeah. Uh, so many people are leaving New York. Unfortunately, they're coming to Charlotte um, and, you know, bringing their policies. But so many people are leaving New York and it's because of him. It's because of how he has handled the entire situation. It's because of what he did to the nursing, to the wonderful old people in the nursing homes. Mm-hmm. He is just an awful leader. And I just can't believe he's writing a book. I can't believe he got an Emmy. I can't believe people thought that he was a good lead- I wonder, leader. Can they pull back his Emmy? Because I think Yeah, I think they can. Him. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if they will. Like the whole, I always, I keep thinking about Governor Northam in Virginia. He couldn't remember if he was the K- person of the KKK hood or if he was, he wore blackface. He couldn't mm. remember which one he was. And, you know, maybe he's changed since then. That's fine, I guess. I mean, what he did was not fine, but if he's changed, you know, I, I believe in thing. grace and mercy. Wouldn't but, he... like, Cuomo didn't yeah. change. Not only did he not change, like, he wouldn't have said anything if it hadn't come out. Has he even apologized? I think he said something like, if I made people uncomfortable, I'm sorry, but I will not be stepping down. Like, he did make it clear he's not going to step down. Good Which I, and you know what's crazy? So did Governor Northam. Like he, and then <laughs> the crazy man, he like moonwalked, or he was about to moonwalk or something like that, and his wife like stopped him. And it's like, sir, like, well, kind of going off like the governor. Like we're not for cancel culture at all, right? But my issue with what he did was he knew he was in that picture and he wouldn't admit to it, right? And that's where I think. Because that just shows to me he has not learned from his mistakes. Right. At all. And that, yeah. And let's talk about that really quick. The difference between like cancel culture and like holding people accountable. I personally believe that like you can make mistakes. The person I was at 18 is very different than the person I am at 26. I believe you can make mistakes and I believe that you can learn and grow. And I don't think you should be holding people accountable for things they did when they were much younger, unless there is no change of behavior. For example, pink has been my favorite color my entire life. Now, if pink was my favorite color as a child, now that I'm 26, if I'm walking around with yellow everywhere, blue everywhere, or another color, and it's like, if you're watching this video, you see my bedpost is pink. Yeah, I was about to say, you can't figure it out based on the video. (laughs) My earphones are pink. My little soft, cushy thing on my mic is pink. There is a picture of me holding a pink sign if so i have not changed Uh, your nails are pink my nails are pink right now (laughs) i have not changed so you can hold me accountable for liking pink now if all this stuff was blue or yellow or orange or another color then i have that means i have changed then you can i don't think you should hold me accountable for liking pink yeah don't hold you accountable for saying pink is my favorite color in fourth grade right everything in your room's now blue when you're 27 Exactly. Exactly. And I think that what cancel culture gets wrong is they do the exact opposite. They just hold you accountable no matter what. If you just did one bad thing, you're an evil, awful person. And that's that. And that's not what we're about. Now, if once again, part of the reason why um, we think Cuomo should step down well, I'm saying you, I'm sure you agree because I said yeah, we. Yeah. yeah. Part of the reason why is because he ha- is has not changed like there's no he hasn't he admitted to his faults he hasn't admitted that he's like he hasn't admitted that oh i should not have done this I'm, right he goes i'm sorry if this makes you uncomfortable right but he hasn't apologized i'm sorry to the women i sexually harassed and then I i'm think sorry it- to the families who i killed their parents and grandparents in the nursing home he hasn't come out and apologized he had to admit that he made a mistake Right. And like, I know in politics, you spin stuff every day. There's no way you can spin this Governor Cuomo. No. No way. And I think it's incredibly, um, like, cocky, maybe, for him to just say, and you know what? I'm not going to step down. Like, that. Well, he is a cocky individual. Have you, like, I feel like, okay. You Honestly, have to I, little... I didn't pay much attention yeah. to him. Well, like, I, as a politician, you have to have some sort of swag. He's just like an unbearable prick. <laughs> like on them like oh just like how he holds himself up and he's like i'm right i'm always right i'm sorry if i made you feel uncomfortable but i yeah. was not uncomfortable clearly because i can't apologize to it yeah that's he is yeah and no. it's like you're it, okay like feminist like this is your definition of the patriarchy and you know, egotis- egotistical man where are you saying he needs to resign 
right. minutes left. I mean, I don't hear you at all saying, but God forbid that um, Ted Cruz can't go to Cancun. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Governor Cuomo. Um, Bless his heart. We call, we're asking you to resign. Yeah, we, <laughs> from those other girls, are asking you to resign. For if you are listening to this, we think Great you mighty community. Right. <laughs> All right. So, speaking of governors. Um, yeah. I know this next story. Go ahead. Uh, well, no, not our gov- Dude, all three of our stories about governors this week. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas announced oh, on Tuesday that the Lone Star State will lift its mask mandate and allow all businesses to reopen by March 10th, a deci- decision that should have been put forth months prior, according to this article. The celebrity elites of Hollywood have lost their minds on Twitter <laughs> in a predictable fashion, laminating that Texas will embrace freedom and not stay in lockdown modes until the end of time. Time. With the medical advancements of vaccines and antibody therapeutic drugs, Texas now has the tools to protect Texans from the virus, said Abbott. We must now do more to restore livelihoods and normalcy for Texans by opening Texas 100%. Make no mistake, COVID-19 has not disappeared, but it's clear from the recoveries, vaccinations, reduced hospitalizations, and safe practices that Texans are using that state mandates are lo- no longer needed. Today's announcement does not abandon safe practices that Texans have mastered over the past year. Abbott continued, instead, is a reminder that each person has a role to play in their own personal safety and the safety of others. With this executive order, we are ensuring that all businesses and families in Texas have the freedom to determine their own destiny. That's amazing. Must be nice. It must be nice. Like, that's how, like, it's, like, supposed to be, like, let me decide. Let businesses decide what they want to do. Yeah. I'm not here for the government telling me what I can and cannot do. I mean, and that's the beauty of it. And that's what, like, I've seen a lot of people saying, like, yeah, like, I'm in Texas. I'm still going to wear my mask because that makes me feel comfortable. But you know what the irony is? So, like, everyone in Congress is vaccinated, but why are they all still wearing masks if they have the vaccine? It's 100% safe. That's one that thing I don't I, get. That's one thing I'm not really understanding about um the whole vaccine thing is if you're where if you have the vaccine, you're supposedly immune, so you can kind of go about your life and do everything. But people that I know that have the vaccine, they're still being extra cautious and mm-hmm. but it's like then what was the purpose of the vaccine? So if you want me or to what get the was vaccine, the purpose of the mask? Like, did the mask really work if you get vaccinated and still have to wear a mask? Is it just for show? Mm. I mean, in some places it is just for show. Because some places you feel like you have to wear it so people don't harass you and you don't get beaten up. Well, you were down in Florida this past week where it's not, no masks are required. Well, okay, so masks were definitely required at the venue. Well, yeah, at the event, but, like, the government's not requiring you to wear a mask. No, I don't think so. That wasn't... No, I don't think so. Yeah, so what was that like? An experience, I bet. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it wasn't any different. And, you know, I was in Florida in December, too, and I feel like it wasn't... I don't know if I just... Maybe I just go places that don't really need a mask, because, like, now I'm thinking about it here. Well, no the restaurant but you know my favorite new law that pooper scooper cooper has has what um the fact that we cannot take our mask off until we get water or food at our table i didn't even know that was a thing i have not some some people are enforcing some aren't but okay (laughs) so so the five minutes i'm looking over the menu and i'm waiting for the waitress or waiter to bring my water It's going to make a huge impact. And that's, so on my Facebook the other day, there's, and I mean, it's still, I'm honestly still getting notifications from There's people arguing over the whole mask thing. And someone, a person who, um, coming on Facebook, who I know does not listen to the podcast, um, she just does not understand why people are so against masks. And I tried to explain, um, I'm trying to do better of also to 
everybody every comment does not need a response so i did i explained the best i could people aren't necessarily against masks or against mask mandates and i said personally i'm against mask mandates because i don't think the government should be telling you when um you should wear the mask if you decide not to do it if you decide not to do it, i think it's your right not to do it also too I mean, the mask, like you said, there is not a conclusive study. Like there's too many studies of the opposite say that masks don't work. Masks aren't useful for us to like make a complete government mandate that like you're going to get fined, arrested X, Y, and Z because you don't have one on. There's not, there's too many things saying that it doesn't work that way. Um, And I don't think people understand that unless you do the extra research so when they see you not wearing a mask they get all offended and they think you're like trying to kill somebody and you're purposely this evil person when the reality is you just are deciding not to wear a mask also I mean these masks are not really good for us either way like (laughs) I mean my friend has a sty and he said he had never had a sty before or something like that what's a sty it's like a, that's the exact same thing I said. It's like something on your eye, but he thinks, cause like, you know, the mask is like this, but mm-hmm. the air is covered up and it's like mm. a bacteria or something. And cause you know, the mask can, and some masks come up all the way up to here, like right under your eye. And um, he thinks it's because of the bacteria and it's a bacteria and he thinks it's because of the mask. And like, I know people that are breaking out because of the mask and there's just oh i that's what all my acne is is masking right now yeah there's a lot of reasons not to wear the mask and i think to be honest i think what on the other aspect is people are just legit rebelling like if they had not i feel like there would have been way more mask wearers if they had not made it a mandate yeah definitely or the principle of it are just not doing i mean i'm like and, and i mean honestly like I mean, I'm not a fan of the mask because I have to, but my God, I'm kind of not like against completely like wearing a mask when I go out so I don't get sick and get people's germs. Like, you know, yeah. like, I mean, obviously like I won't, but like, I'm just thinking of like th- some things like, like some things I would love to kind of take from this is how many people wash their hands now, sanitizing, right. wiping stuff down. Like I'm all for these extra measures, especially during flu season. Like, why haven't we done any of this during flu season before? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if they had not made a big deal of the mandate, I think people would have, a lot yeah. more people would have just gone along with it. But the fact that they, I mean, remember at the beginning, that lady was like, this is all part of the, you're not the world government and six, 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 something like that. And it's like, yeah, because you guys made it a mandate. Literally just say, if you feel like it, do it. If not, make sure you take extra Or businesses can decide if they businesses want you. Can decide, yeah like it's just not like they just made it too big and then now we have what we have and honestly like um kudos to the texas governor because the other aspect of all of this is getting back to normal life and i think people are trying to push us from getting back to normal life i don't know why i think it's i do think it's like yeah i think it's interesting that like our numbers are down so much right now and the vaccines are doing great. It definitely seems a lot of people are getting vaccinated, especially the populations are having issues. But why or haven't there been any more steps to get back to normal? Oh, we remember we did. Now our curfew is at 11 instead of 9. Yes, that is very true. <laughs> but, yeah, but no, that's a very good point. Oh, we're we're going to be one of the last states. I already yeah. know that. I've already accepted yeah. it. One of the last well, things. before we get into what our governor did this time, uh, I do um, part of the story is talking about how much Hollywood's just lost their mind of like some like Bradley Whitford. I don't know who that is. Uh, tweeted that the GOP is a death cult. Yeah, um, Mike Burbilgilla says Biden, let's vaccinate everyone. Texas governor, let's kill everyone. Um, dramatic. Michael McKean said Governor Abbott actively canceling Texans. Um, my least favorite person in the world, Ch- Chelsea Handler, says only another white man can uh, figure out a way to become a worse person than Ted Cruz. <laughs> she's a nutcase, what? but she, she's a nutcase. Like, 
I, anywho, I will say the best tweet though came from Candace Owens. She goes, To all the leftists crying because Texas and Mississippi have announced they will resume freedom, do you know that you're still welcome to stay in your home all day and double mask? You don't need a government mandate to be a paranoid recluse. Mm. Mm. Snaps well, to her. Yeah. Well, boom. <laughs> Mic <Mike> drop. drop. <laughs> boom. Yeah. Well, I mean, she has a good point. Oh, oh, hold on. My last one. The governor from California said oh, absolutely reckless, considering he has 1.8 million signatures of him. Um, oh, yeah. Of people saying this, he needs to leave. And it's like, um, I'm sorry, but if this is absolutely reckless, then why are all your civil- citizens uh, moving to this great state of Texas that will allow them to be free and make their own decisions? Like, I don't, for real. like, <laughs> for Governor real. Newsom, you're not my nanny. I don't need you to tell me what I can and cannot do. Also, just your daily reminder that he was once married to Kimberly Guilfold, uh, Don Jr.'s No friend. way! You didn't know that? I try to tell everybody, because it is the weirdest when fact to me. So, what? Yes, she was married to Gavin Newsom. When? Years ago. Okay, so this was like well before she was a Fox News. Yeah, this was before. Oh, okay, Fox. I was about yeah. to say a liberal governor from California married to a Fox News host. How the hell did he get made or, or get elected? Yeah, that yeah, was my no, first no, no. thought. No, yeah, they were married and had a life together and everything. That's crazy. Well, I know our final story is what our great governor pooper scooper cooper you know i named the dogs pooper scooper roy cooper ah that's funny so i go oh man i left roy cooper at home today <laughs> that's funny that's funny he picks up a lot of crap <laughs> he is crap yeah i Anywho. like uh, yeah anyway go ahead Read the so story. <laughs> we decided to veto uh bipartisan legislation that would reopen our schools so our good friend representative john hardister who's the majority whip a fellow young republican and actually it's the person who set me and sebastian up we'll talk about that story i think we've talked about that story yeah um he had a good facebook post and let me get my breath because it's a long one <sighs> okay <laughs> yesterday governor roy cooper and this, these are john hardister word john hardister's words not mine but i agree with him yesterday governor roy cooper vetoed our school reopening legislation this is very disappointing i thought for a moment the governor would work with us to reopen our schools but that thought proved to be chaotic um or quizzotic i've never seen that word before in justifying his vote the governor claimed that the bill does not do enough to protect public health he claimed incorrectly that schools would not have to follow health safety guidelines this is simply not true as the bill states that schools must comply with the Strong Schools NC Public Health Toolkit. Furthermore, if a school experiences a COVID-19 outbreak, the school would be authorized to temporarily close. It is a false claim that the bill does not do enough to protect public safety. Let's also not forget about science. A myriad of scientific studies have indicated that it's safe for students to be in school. It is safe for students to return to school for in-person instruction, period. End of story. Too many children are falling behind academically due to not being in school. Many are suffering from a lack of social development and mental health afflictions are on the rise. This is a travesty and it's completely unacceptable. It's also worth noting that DHHS moved teachers forward in the vaccination process with vaccinations for teachers starting this week. Moreover, the overall COVID-19 metrics are very encouraging. There has been a um, drop in cases, percentage of positive tests, and hospitalizations the general assembly will attempt to override the governor's veto but the outcome's not guarantee it'll take three-fourths votes 60 percent to override a veto we need 72 votes in the house and 30 in the senate when the school reopening bill senate bill 37 originally passed it was by a vote of 77 42 in the house and 31 16 in the senate all republicans in both chambers voted yes most democrats voted no except for seven in the house and three in the senate Here's the bottom line. If the Democrats who voted to pass the bill hold their position, the veto override will be successful. If they capitulate and back the governor, we will be unable to override the veto. 
My humble suggestion is that people contact the Democrats who voted in favor of the bill and respectively encourage them to hold their position. They're receiving a great deal of pressure from their party to capitulate. It will be great for them to hear from people who appreciate their vote, encouraging them to say the course. By using... um, uh, my heart goes out to the countless parents who have been who have contacted me wanting their children to go back to school. It is time to do what is right for families across North Carolina. None of this has to do with politics, getting our students safely back to school so they can learn, grow, and prosper. It's crazy. Kids have been out of school for over a year. Yeah. Well, so my question, I'm not 100% understanding that because I know that the kids down the street from my house are going to school. It's a public school, too. Yeah, I think it's based on the county. Like, some some counties are still completely closed. Okay. Yeah, because I was leaving. And and I guess to add on to that, not all students are in the classroom. So, like, up here in Guilford County, it's only, I think all all of elementary school is back. Don't quote me on that. But I know that it's only sixth graders and ninth graders that are back in middle school and high school. Oh, okay, okay. It's not every student. And so this would make um all counties every student to be back in school okay yeah I think so that sounds familiar to Met County I think we have something like that going on the only reason why I know the kids are back though is because of traffic (laughs) um and the kids are in the high school because I pass the high school sometimes um in the mornings but anyway um I just hate how there are so many things that have become political issues that really shouldn't be political issues. And I think making sure children are getting their education and their safety um, should never have become a political issue. And it, it's, it's very sad. I look, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just, it's so sad to me that um, these kids lives have become a political talking point. Yeah. And if the science is backing it up, then I don't understand what the holdup is. I feel like it's just like a thing of power, someone who wants power and who wants to stick to the party line. For whatever reason, different Well, he's parties- getting pressured from the teachers union. That's why, because they'll do whatever they can. Like, look, Roy Cooper wants to be president someday. I can pretty much guarantee you that. Like, if he's a governor of a state, you know he's been thinking about being president of the United States. And really? it, Yeah. Oh yeah, that would. Why would you never... bust your butt becoming like governor? Like he's like been like a politician his whole life. I... Like that would just be like the national progression. Like rumor has it he's planning on running for U.S. Senate. Uh, yeah. I've... So okay. anyway, keep going. So <laughs> the issue is the teachers' union. The teachers' unions doesn't want kids to go back. I mean. Uh, let's see. I wrote a story in Chicago how the teachers are like, we have to get vaccinated first. We have to get vaccinated first. They take COVID vaccine that was meant to go to low income people in Chicago and gave them to teachers instead. And the teachers are like, oh, well, no, we're not going back to school. Oh, wow. After they gave them the vaccine. Yeah, after they gave them the vaccine. Um, oh, wow. Same thing. I think like the California Teachers Union. Did you see this story where he says, oh, no, kids can't be back in school. Like it's not safe. Yet there's a picture of him dropping his kid off at an in-person private school. First off, if you're the teachers union for the public schools, why wouldn't your kid go to a public school? And you don't get that. Like that's the thing, too. Like Governor Cooper's kids, Mandy Cohen's kids, they're all in private schools in Raleigh. I like, how that. can you say you're for the public school when you won't even put and like you're against school choice? That's what's funny. Like they said, like they're they're trying their hardest to do what they can to get like take away school choice. But then you have the option to choose where your kid goes to school. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But then again, it and does. Because- I will say, too, I'm pretty sure that his kids and Mandy Cohen's kids have all been in person school in their private schools yeah Yeah. so why is it not safe like like why is it okay for your kids to move up in society and do well like come on like i'll put my liberal hat on real quick like you're just making the gap go bigger Mm -hmm. by not allowing low-income students to be back in the classroom and you know 
Really, I'm gonna address that, but I also want to say this really quick. It makes sense that they don't have their kids in public school because they know how it really is, and they don't want their kids to have how yeah. it really is. You're just widening the gap, like yeah. you know. It, okay, if you know how crappy our public schools are, then do something about exactly. it. Exactly. If you, it says a lot when you can't even put your own kid into public school. Exactly. So why That's is it okay why I, for? Yeah, that's why personally I don't know if I'd be able to run for a school. Well, why is it okay for someone else to, like, why is it okay for me to go to public schools and get an education when you know it's not as good and you can send your kid? Yep. But, like, but, like, okay, let's, let's go, hypothetically speaking, say I'm a low income minority and I know the public school I am in, District of Four, is crappy. Yeah, I'm trying to get an opportunity scholarship to go someplace else so I can better my life, better my education, better opportunities for my future children and their children and their children. But Governor Cooper has done everything he can to try to limit these opportunity scholarships. And that makes no sense to me. I have no, like... So why is it okay, Governor Cooper, why is it okay for your kids to be in private school but a low-income minority not? Are you racist because you don't want a low-income minority in your kid's private school? Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Get back to if us you want to call boy. me a racist being a Republican, let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, get back to us, email us. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I mean, this is kind of what they do. I think I don't remember who talks about this, but it's the elitism of the left. And you know, also too, full disclosure, I probably will be sending my kids to Christian school as well. But I'm also but I'm all for school choice. That's yeah, why I'm going to send my kids. Like, like I think right is- now we would not sit like we'd probably send our kids to like Catholic school, to be honest. Because I I mean I didn't grow up Catholic. I want them to have a good Catholic background and understand yeah. that I can't provide them with. Yeah. But you also make sure, just a side note, we at our Christian school, we always had those kids whose parents didn't do anything. So the school was raising them and they were always bad and wrecked havoc. And I'm not saying that as the bougie goody two-shoes girl, I but that is really what happened. Now, oh. was I the bougie two, goody two-shoes girl? Yes. But there were those kids whose parents let the school raise them and don't. Oh, no, we wouldn't let the school raise them. No, no, no. It's just, I mean, like Catholic traditions and stuff like that, that I'm still learning myself. Yeah. And, you know, just a plug for Christian school really quick since we're on the topic. I loved my Christian school education. Like I think it is. And if you're listening and you want your kids to be, I mean, obviously there's going to be, I have friends that have strayed away from the faith and, um, you know, I'm praying for them, but I mean, I will say for myself personally, if I did not have the background, I didn't learn some of the stuff. We took an apologetics course our senior year. If I didn't learn all that stuff, I would not be Mm. a Christian today. Like that stuff is what kept held me on. Like, I held on to that stuff when I was going through situations and when I was questioning so many things, like like every normal 20-something-year-old that's dropped into New Jersey, I had an existential crisis for a little <laughs> bit. And um, just like all my other friends, and honestly, like the stuff that I learned in um, in my Christian school helped me. Uh, so I, if you're thinking about schools, I highly recommend it. And obviously you can do the same at your homeschool too. Just get a really good curriculum. But I mean, 10 out of 10 recommend like send your kids to a Christian school if you can. Um, but well, yeah, just send your kids where it's best fit for your kids. Like I went to charter that school. Too. I went that- to charter school for elementary school and that was great because we were districted for not a great public school yeah so send your kids where it's best for you like if because my my high school is a great public school like i think we're ranked one of the top public schools in the country oh really and, yeah and, that's how Myers park is yeah because uh, i went to reagan high school in pop pop town pop town but um yeah i mean like my parents would have sent me to public school based on where our district did because it's a great high school if you're not, if you're not in a great area, we need to give people opportunity to get a great education. Like there's no Absolutely. reason, there's no reason a kid is not reading at grade level. There's no reason a kid can't read who's in high school is not reading to a fourth grade level. Yeah. That's ridiculous. As, and what really hurts or like, yeah, I mean, it hurts me, I guess is the word I'm looking for is those kids that really want to 
do better. They want to be better. They actually enjoy school, but they're just in a terrible, terrible, terrible environment. And like, I've worked with um, kids my entire life. This is just 2020 was the first time I was not doing something with kids. Um, And I've worked with kids my entire life. And I've seen so many times where kids have been excited about school. They enjoy their school, but they get, they're not in a, a good school that challenges them. And then you know, they get caught up in drama, inappropriate drama that they should not be caught up in. And then it just causes them to spiral. And, I, and I've seen it and it's really sad yeah. and it breaks my heart. But if they had had the opportunity to be in a place that could foster their learning and they had, and also to some schools just don't have the resources, which is yeah. another sad thing too, that, you know, we should be working on fixing these schools, but hopefully once all the kids leave those schools, they'll be able to figure out what's wrong and they'll work on it. But all this to say, like, we need, I, I don't understand why school choice is a partisan issue. That is weird. To, like, I, I don't, it's I try. It's the NCAA, it's a teacher's union. It's a public school teacher's union. Because they, like, I, I mean, they literally paid teachers to stand at the polls this election cycle and give out the teachers endorsed candidates, which the whole slate's Democrat. And they, like, in Gilbert County, we had a teacher, like a public school teacher that ran for school board Republican, they did not endorse her. Oh, wow. Like how, and you say you're the group, like the NCAA goes, we're the group to um, help get more teachers elected. Well, and why wouldn't you endorse a teacher? The only other teacher, the only teacher that's elected in the North Carolina General Assembly is a Republican and they did not endorse him. That's crazy. That's crazy. it's yeah yeah i mean the (laughs) science governor cooper um let's talk about the science since you blasted republicans the whole year for that the science is there for our kids to go back to school open the schools our kids have been out of school for long enough they're behind i think i can't remember i read a percentage i think don't quote me on this but almost half of all students are going to repeat the grade that. I believe that. Yeah, I believe it too. We kind of had that discussion if we think that every student should just be given another year and, and repeat well, the classes. Well, here's, here, I mean, here's part of the problem. Um, one of my friends uh, is a teacher and he was saying that they were just kids that just didn't show up. Like they would. I think we have about like 7,000 here and. Um, Guilford County that are missing yeah they just didn't show up and you know I'm not going to blame the kids 18 and under I don't blame me even if you're 17 18 I don't blame me I blame the parents but here's the other thing some parents really can't do it some parents don't have wi-fi so it's just but here's the other thing too and I think Ali Sucky made this comment um the other day and this you know fact of the matter is the truth you know who's going to be doing fine you know what families are you know, priv- well privileged. off. Let's well, yeah. put a liberal hat on real quick. It says privileged families like Roy Cooper, right? Like Roy two- Cooper and Mandy Cohen, right? With two parent households, a mom that's probably staying at home or has a a lighter job and a dad that's working. Those kids are not going to have to stay back because those kids have been doing their work since the beginning. Yeah. The kids that aren't are the families that. Unfortunately, I mean, we don't know any everyone's situation, but those are the ones that are going to be hurting the most. And yeah. for people who care so much about, you know, marginalized groups, you certainly don't seem to be. Yeah. Because, you know, I like the idea of having everybody stay a year back. But the reality is, I know, for example, my mom would, first of all, my mom would, like, quit her job if she needed to to make sure that we did our schoolwork. My parents are really big on education. That's a whole nother, whole nother episode. So I know that my mom would not be okay with me and my brother staying back a year because we would have been up. I know for a fact we would have been up to date. My brother probably would have done a lot of crying because he didn't want to do any of the work, but we would have had to do the work. So, I mean, even if they made everybody stay back, there's going to be parents that are going to fight that. So it's just, I mean, and also too, what about the private schools? Because I know almost all the private schools in Charlotte are open. Um, I think same here. I mean, I think it depends like if the kid's failing. I think that's why they would be held, held back. Okay. But I mean, also too, how, and then I'm kind of like, but that's, and then I feel like we're blaming the kid and 
honestly, I, I like, I don't blame the kids at all. I blame the parents. And then I am sorry for the parents that have different, that have bad circumstances. Yeah. It's um, never, it's not the kid's fault, but making like 10 kids stay back. I don't know. It's just, it's a sad situation. Well, I'll tell you something funny. Um, I'm pulling up this tweet now. So the president of the NCAE tweeted this out going, learning loss is a false construct there. So they're what? now like the NCAA is now claiming that, oh, every student's caught up. Every student, there's no such thing as a learning loss. Like, I'm sorry, but if you failed our students, this is goes back to leadership. Stop failing like our students, yeah. stop failing citizens. Take like take control of your actions. I'm also nervous now just thinking about like how how are like, are our students going to know how to study? How are they going to be competitive against other countries? Like, yeah, in technology. And like, I think like a lot of the European countries, the kids have been in school. Like, and let's talk about that. Like, <clears throat> you say you want us to be like more like socialistic Europe. All their kids have been in school. Why are you picking and choosing that we our kids can't be in school? Yeah, like there hasn't been any like issues. Like hardly at all and like what Hardister said too in his post is that look like we're taking safety measures like they had to follow certain guidelines if there's a COVID outbreak the school has to shut down right like this isn't just like we're free for alling it right and that's what I think it is I think when people hear and we can wrap this up because I think we're going a little over oh we're definitely over this is going to be like a 20 minute episode because we're both exhausted yeah and then we started talking and then I'm still exhausted but I'm still talking (laughs) but um oh dang it I forgot what I was gonna say sorry no no you're good what were you saying what was the last thing you said I don't remember. I'm so tired. I know. Me too. <laughs> I just talk. Um, your voice just come out. I feel that. Um, okay. Roy Cooper. Cooper, Scooper, Ooh. Cooper, not opening schools. Oh, Ooh. Europe. Europe having the schools open. We were talking about that and how yeah. like they're picking and choosing socialistic issues in Europe. I don't remember. I, don't I just... Remember. I'm so tired. Anyway, <laughs> I'm so tired too. Anyway, all this to say though, um, I just I'm concerned about the future of our kids, and I'm concerned that they're not going to be competitive um, against other countries, and that's kind of how our American exceptionalism, um, our education, is kind of what's kept us apart. And I'm yeah. concerned that like that might not be a thing anymore. The longer they keep waiting, the longer. Oh, I know what I was going to say. People, um, mass mandates and things like that. This is how I was going to wrap it up because back to the mass mandates at the beginning and opening up schools. People think that when we say we don't want a mass mandate, when we say we want the kids to go back to school, we're saying completely free for all, come in naked. It doesn't matter. You know, like like we're denying COVID, right? Like. Make we're not denying COVID. People and then kiss your grandmother. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying no mask mandate. If you want to wear a mask, please wear a mask. If you, we will hand sanitize things. That's not oh, wild. Believe me, I've enjoyed, there. like I used, I was the one that was like sanitizing everything, wiping everything down. Like I was doing that. I'm glad everybody else is finally getting on board. It's like a <laughs> worldwide pandemic, but I'm proud of you guys. Get on board. <laughs> Yeah, guys. No, but seriously, like <laughs> I think that was a good wake up call for people because honestly, I I've never been that type of person that's been like super like against germs. But I've never been like, oh my god, let me sneeze on my hand and wipe it all over my face. I haven't been like. That I was either. the one that was always sneezing in my elbow, like sanitizing if someone sneezed around me. Yeah, I I would. Well, okay. In my, my defense, I, I got diagnosed with Lyme disease in college, and that weakened my immune system yeah my defense no once again like and that makes tons of sense like it makes sense for you to care it makes sense for you to be a little not extra because like now it's now you're the standard it makes sense like (laughs) I wasn't the one wearing mask or anything believe me (laughs) but it makes sense for you to be that way and I think people just think that we're just these mean evil people that just are blah 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 but no we want we still want to be yeah. cautious. We still want to do the things that need to be done to protect everybody because we do care. It's just we don't. We can loosen the reins now. It's been mm-hmm. a year. 
Yeah, Numbers well, if have you gone are down. an evil person, go talk to Governor Cuomo. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, all right, you guys. We are both like exhausted. Um, she and- can't tell us why we keep rambling. Right, and we have. We both have big days tomorrow. So thank you so much for listening. We're really excited about um, our upcoming virtual summit. I'm so excited. I just got uh, someone emailed us their speech already. And I'm really excited to listen to it. And um, we're still confirming some people and getting the giveaway. So you really should RSVP. We have um, also too, we have some new merch for the um summit so if you want to order have my mug right here yes super super cute mugs we have um bags we have stickers and Shirts. just go to the website yeah <laughs> i couldn't think of that word um and just go to the website and you'll see more what do i have on my skin oh yeah. it's the shirt <laughs> so that thing that you that put thing on that i have on that covers head. up yeah <laughs> but yeah so we have all that stuff on the site that has our we are here like theme and i love that victoria designed it it's so oh, cute thank you thank you i like it too it's really cute yeah and i just love the like we are here like telling people like we are here and i love that get yours stickers and all um but yeah thank you guys so much for oh also too please rate review and subscribe we are really really working on building this even more um and we part of that will be to get more subscribers and more people who are reviewing um and we're also looking for donors and things like that and like your reviews help us a lot you guys so please rate review and subscribe on all platforms where you watch youtube um or or you listen (laughs) apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music wherever you wherever you get your podcast yes please rate (laughs) review and subscribe all right y'all Have a good rest of your day. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls changing culture and bringing back traditional values.